0: snuff Production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Aww. Isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: I have waited so long for this moment. The return of Australia's favourite character to today's show. You get to hear from him and his appearance on Sea Patrol. The Ethiopian diplomat, I can confirm, is an official guest. <laughs> well... You'll be hearing from him later on. That's all that's all I'll say about today's podcast. I mean there's lots Look, we, there's lots to talk about, but that's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> there is uh, lots to talk about. We're going to mind blown. Uh, we're going to be chatting to some absolute legends of the Australian music industry, two of our favorite people as from one of our favorite bands. They sound like this.
3: My hostage love. You, be in love, but you, burn love. you must be sending me-
1: It's always good to hear from the jungle giants. It's even better to hear from the jungle giants when they could potentially be giving you lots of money, and uh, that's what's happening because they're teaming up with Smirnoff, Matt O'Kine, who I, I, if you're looking at my Instagram last night, you might have uh, seen what's going I've on. I've seen. You've, you've copped it. Copped a look. Yeah. You give me a give me a double tap for that,
2: mate. Always, always <laughs> like your friends'
1: content Your, your boys got to uh, support each other <laughs> But yeah, you'll be finding out what they've got to say later on Duras and Sam, such legends uh, But should we get into it, Matt O'Kind? Should we put the Let's helmet on? Let's get
2: stuck in we got quite the challenge coming up uh, It's all about <laughs> accents This is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast Hola
3: This is just the start Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road Let's go Here we go, here we go,
1: here we go Matt and Alex, all
3: day breakfast
1: well, get your brain bib on. It's time for... Mind. The time where Matt O'Kine brings in his most mind-blowingest facts to uh, set off a proximity mine deep within your skull. Because the world is a fascinating place, Matt, and you've been searching high and low for something that's going to get us very interested. What are, we, what are we looking at this week?
2: Well, bro, do you know, um, I was reading a book recently. <laughs> um... <laughs> By choice. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm on the ABC Radio National podcast, The Bookshelf, okay?
1: And I had to read a book for it. Look, I mean, (laughs) hey, honestly. So they said, hey, do you want to talk about? Here's the book we want you to talk about. They like sent it to you or something.
2: And as soon as I I thought, I. I don't
1: want to do this.
2: But it's not It's not that I don't want to be on the podcast. The podcast is great. I yeah. just know that I don't read that many books. So I said yes, because I know that it will force me to read at least one book this year. And so I was... I, I did it. I did well it. Done. I got through a book. The day yeah. before? When, when did you do it? Oh, mate, I had the audio book at 1.5 speed <laughs> right up till the minute we the started podcast recording. Again. Well,
1: that's the best way to do it. It's fresh in the mind then. Okay, so you're, you're reading this book. You've set the scene. You're reading hey, this book. Hey, shout
2: out to Kate Evans and Cassie who host the podcast. Well, honestly, thank you for having me because it was an absolute pleasure and it was something that I don't normally do, mm. except when they asked me, so what other books have you been reading? I was like, nah, blah, nah, that, that, that's why I said your book, because yeah. the last one I read. It was like a year
1: ago. Yeah, it's just this one because you told me to. <laughs> that's it. Because I was hosting the launch, and it's also a great read, Alex Tyson. Of
2: course. But, yeah, so, look, I was reading a book, and in the book, it's called a hell of a book. It's by a guy called Jason Mott, very deeply uh, entrenched in the inner workings of an artist who's uh, reconciling his race and culture within, mm. uh, you know, mostly white America and in the you know, unfolding of Black Lives Matter. So, look, it's an important book and I would never have just chosen to re- read it, but, uh, you know, I'm thankful that I did. But he used the words, we were going off like gangbusters and I was like, what does that even mean? Gangbusters? Where did that come from? Right. And so I was thought, oh, I wonder where that, that phrase comes from. So I looked it up and it turns out gangbusters. Things are going
1: gangbusters. Yeah, I'd, I'd say yeah. gangbusters, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from, though.
2: It comes from a famous radio program that was first heard in 1936 and aired until 1957.
1: Bring them back for Triple J Breakfast, I say. <laughs> where
2: the beginning of... <laughs> Let's talk more gangbusters. The, where the beginning of the show starts with sirens and Tommy mm. guns and screeching tyres, and it started this expression, it's coming on like gangbusters.
1: And the radio show was called Gangbusters.
2: Yeah, and so now then a lot of people just drop the coming on like gangbusters where it's like, where it's like super exciting. And now they're just like, man, this is like, this is gangbusters this going, is going off. Going you know gangbusters. I mean? Yeah, because there's so, a lot of yeah, excitement and
1: explosions.
2: Yeah, what do you think?
3: Mind blown. Oh, blown.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I just I just wanted to play a rocket sound effect and the mind drone doesn't <laughs> give me that. So it's going off like gangbusters. Your mind is blown that I actually read a book. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>
2: That's more
1: shocking. Exactly. Uh, well, we also also ask for your facts if you've got something. And uh, there, this week's mind-blowing fact comes from Lockie. Here's
3: a mind-blowing fact for you, fellas. White chocolate doesn't actually contain any cocoa in it, so it's not technically chocolate. We've been lied to for all these years. Mind blown.
1: That is true. And... I know that, and I have knew that from the first moment white chocolate touched my lips, and so it does. It it confirms my suspicions rather than blowing my mind. But it's it's the devil's chocolate. White chocolate, awful. Do you know what? Despicable. If stuff. I
2: ever see that little Milky Bar kid, he's getting it. Eh? A <laughs> <laughs> lying to me
1: this whole time. Exactly.
0: Mind blown. Oh.
1: Creamy solids into a... Oh, it's awful white chocolate. It's just a stick of sugar milk. I see your curds and whey wrapped on up into a bar. No, thank you. Dream, more like nightmare. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, But look, send it through. Hey, you don't know... No, Cadbury, guys, we like
2: you. We like all chocolate companies with money. Now...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they've ever sponsored the show.
2: Have they? (laughs) Well, don't stop them, that's for sure,
1: okay? (laughs) They might have the phone in their hand ready to go. (laughs) That's it. They just hang it up in disgrace. (laughs) Look, anyway, um, but thank you very much, Lucky, for your mind-blowing fact. If you have a fact, Alex, slide into the DMs with your voice message and we'll uh, get it out on the show so we can all learn.
2: Now I'm off to have a flake.
1: (laughs) All day breakfast. Matt, you're an actor. Am I? <laughs> you audition for stuff.
2: Look, I am an actor. I studied three years, uh, a QUT Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting. I've been acting since I was, what, 18? So it's been a long time now, almost the, 17 years. Do they teach you in acting school
1: to do accents? Yeah, there.
2: they do mm. So what you do is, they, you have linguistics classes, right? So mm. uh, along with your movement, your voice, your yoga uh, <laughs> You have linguistics Your where you break tertiary
1: down. Low yoga
2: Only <laughs> <laughs> huh, costs the nifty $30,000 a year Yeah, still, um, still
1: paying off your hex yoga debt That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does terrible things with the chakra, I'll tell you that much <laughs>
2: Um, so <laughs> so you break down the sentences in in phonetics, yep. right? So they teach you how to spell in phonetics. So you learn things like mm. the, you know you standard the A-E-E-O-U. you yep. learn your schwa, right? <laughs> um, and so you break down a sentence in your phonetics. and if yeah. you want to change your language, mm-hmm. your, your uh, accent, you say the same word, but you break it down phonetically so that your mm. mouth knows what to do. So, in, so you know, we always made fun of our friend Ollie Wards for saying that there was lots of bears in the esky.
1: Um, New Zealand of people saying bear and beard the same, and yeah. it's both Yeah, so bear. instead of
2: the B and then whatever the double E sound is when you're spelling it, I think it's just a yeah. capital E or something, E-R, you'd have a... Air sound, which I think is an A-E looped together. I mean, it's very
1: difficult changing your accent. And someone who's found that out recently is Lady Gaga um, because she's going to be playing Patrizia Reggiani in Ridley Scott's latest biopic about uh, the notorious murder of Maurizio Gucci but people are roasting her Italian accent, saying it's more Russian than Italian. This is what it sounds like uh, from the trailer.
0: I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair.
1: Yeah, I see what they're saying. Whilst a lot of the comments uh, about the accent are coming from online, there's also a bit of a roast coming from within the house, Madokine, because Lady Gaga's dialect coach, Francesca DiMartini, said... And I quote, I feel bad saying this, but her accent is not exactly an Italian accent. It sounds more Russian. When you see the trailer, there are so many different accents. So, Oh, what?
2: What sort of coach does that? That's terrible. She hired you so it wouldn't be Russian. Yeah,
1: it is is like a teacher roasting the class, like all your grades were really bad. You guys stink. I'm like, you're the one who's meant to be teaching us to be good. What does that say about you? So it could be a little bit of a self-burn by Francesca. I mean, look, Lady Gaga, very experienced performer, mm. excellent
2: uh, singer, and, um, you know, I mean, we, we, we're starting to head down the territory and we, it is a conversation that needs to be mm. had. At what point does a language turn into audible blackface?
1: <laughs> well, you're true. It's true. and,
2: and No, one, I mean, yeah. because... Because, right, the argument against blackface is that you can't just paint yourself Mm. black and suddenly understand the lived experience of a black person and what it means, the the historical Mm. weight that that has been borne down upon you since the moment that you came out of the womb. And likewise, when it comes to an accent, people are subjected to horrible racism, xenophobia, Mm. really all year long with people who weren't born with you know the accents from the place that they are currently residing in and so at what point can you just assume that no matter who you are in the world and just say oh i'm just asking.
1: absolutely and you know one of the big questions uh, came about from the tv series sea patrol when there was a particular actor who played an ethiopian diplomat i have a passenger take your hands off me hey. i have diplomatic immunity
0: Mr. Takobi's
1: passport looks genuine, sir. Of course it's genuine, you stupid woman. Diplomatic immunity. The famous lines, diplomatic immunity, (laughs) as uttered by uh, Matt O'Keyne playing Mr. Takobi on Sea Patrol uh, from Ethiopia. But no lived experience there, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're right. I've never been Ethiopian, nor have I ever been a diplomat. So
2: I was absolutely uh, clowning my way through that performance there. And... I think we can, Mm. uh, I think, you know what, and from the, what is it, six years of ridicule I've received for that particular role, I think I've learned my It does bring into
1: the conversation, you know, (laughs) what is a good and bad accent? Can you tell a real or fake accent?
2: So up next, we are going to be chatting to a couple of people. They got in contact with us uh, at matt.n.alex and we don't know whether they have real or fake accents, we're going to find out yeah, just like at the same time as you. So let's hit it. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. The accent test up next.
1: If you took a group of people and said, all right, is this, this person's real accent? All right. I reckon it'd be very hard to tell the difference. You know, the same as okay. if, you, if no one knew who Lady Gaga was, you know, was this person Italian?
0: I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair.
1: Would you be able to just tell out of context if it was a real or fake accent? I,
2: you know what? I I feel like in that instance, if you had asked me what that was, I probably wouldn't have guessed Italian
1: first. Mm. But who knows? Yeah. We decided to put this theory to the test. And so we're going to bring up three callers. They're all going to have different accents from different nationalities. Some of them will be putting on that accent. Some of them, it will be their real life accent. It's up to us to see if we can tell the difference. Are you ready, Matt? Mm. Yep, let's do it. All right. Well, let's bring on our first caller. Hello, Jan, from Sydney.
0: Hello, how are you?
1: Not too bad, Jan. Um, Where are you at the moment?
0: I am in my bedroom in my apartment. Okay, and what
2: did you have for breakfast?
0: I had some boiled eggs and I had some zucchini fritters.
2: Mm. Mmm, and I'm going to suggest that you are Irish and that is a very real accent.
0: You are dead right. Absolutely. Oh, Thank
1: you very hooray! much. Oh, Jen, Matt was right on it.
0: Is it the way I said fritters? Because Irish people are not very good with teas. Are you, um,
2: I'm not quite across Northern Ireland or uh, Republic of Ireland accents. Is there any chance that you're Northern Irish?
0: No, but I did live there for a number of years. so My accent is a bit mixed.
2: Because i am um, one of the actresses that I work with on the other guy, valen Kane, she is uh Irish, I believe northern Irish Irish, and she we used to say to drop back into her accent because often she had to get step out of it to do you know English or American roles, stepping and she'd say, "How now, brown cow, and it would be like "Hi <laughs> hey, nay brain cave
0: that is exactly it <laughs> Yes. the other one is you know they're northern Irish if you ask them to say power shower, and they say. Parshar, and that's how you know they're from the north.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay, there you go, harshar. Oh, wow. Uh, what do you think about, say, Australians never set foot in the land of Ireland
0: doing Irish accents? Um, I think that what they're actually doing is the accent of an American pretending to be Irish, but that American <laughs> has never been in Ireland either. So that's kind of the generic one, the Lucky Charms accent. But um, uh, Yeah. For the sure.
1: real one is the last six here, I hope. Yeah, right. But I'm not so sure. Goodness, me. Well, look,
2: Jen, thank you so much. All right. Well, uh, we really appreciate your testing us out in this one. So thank you very much. Um,
0: and no worries. We'll enjoy catch your you later, Jen. Thank you. Cool. Enjoy. See
1: ya. All right, Bye. Matt. One from one. Are you ready for our next uh, accent? Let's go. It's a big hello to Scott, who's currently in Campbelltown. Hey, Scott. Oh, hello, Martin, Alex. Oh, no, nah, <laughs> Scott. No, no, no mate. Don't call it yet. Don't call it yet. <laughs> nah, uh, where do I'm you hail from, Scott? A... Where do you hail from?
0: I am uh, hey, from uh, Dumfries. Is where I was born, mate.
1: Donfries. Oh, that's a pretty
2: good I'm, one. Now I'm starting to feel it a little bit more because he
1: didn't say Edinburgh
2: or something <laughs> okay, really so, terrible like that. So, so, um, Scott, uh, what um, what are you planning on doing on the weekend?
0: Hey. I'll probably watch some train spotting with Euron McGregor. Love that film.
1: Ooh, oh, what, okay. What, what is your <laughs> favorite f- food? Oh, mate, I'd, I I want to say Neeps and Tatties.
0: Have you tried that, mate?
1: All right, I've had enough. <laughs> this is not real. We're calling fake accent here, Scott. <laughs> uh, is your, Scott a fake man, name That to say you're from Scotland as well? <laughs>
2: no, no way. <laughs> Look, it like, wasn't a bad effort, Scott. I appreciate your, your attempt. What's your... Well, if you do have oh, a real name... come or on. Hey, <laughs>
0: anyway, wait, that's as Scottish as you get. Come on. Come on, boys.
2: <laughs> do you have any that was experience... Good. That was pretty good. Do you have good. any experience with uh, Scottish people? Do you, is your partner Scottish? Do you Have you lived in Scotland?
0: Yeah, look, I thought I had it down pretty good. My grandparents are from Scotland, so I thought, yeah, I could, I could do them proud. You know, but, I mean, uh, it was pretty good. I, I, think, look. I
1: think, like Matt was talking earlier on, Scott, about uh, having to get into an accent. I think we hit you pretty cold, and so mm. there was that little false start. But other I than that, I was—I reckon you, you almost dragged us back. I was—I was teetering back towards it, particularly picking a town that was—that was not—not uh, was not the top two, top three.
2: Thank you very much, Scott. It was a solid effort, but I did not pass the uh,
1: the sniff test this time. Thanks, mate.
0: Take it easy, boys. See you later. See you, man. <laughs> All that
1: year of dialect training, Matt, has uh, kept you keen. It means we're two from two so far. Are you ready, Matt? Yep, let's do it. The big final one. We're going to introduce our next caller, who is Kayla in Melbourne. Hello, Kayla.
0: Hi, Matt and Alex. How are you?
1: Good. Ooh, Kayla. <laughs> um, okay, Kayla, what is your favourite sport? Golf. Okay. For someone who hasn't played golf, can you tell us the rules of golf?
0: Uh, You try to hit a little tiny white ball into a hole that is very, very, very far away from where you're standing.
2: Yep. Okay, that sounds about right. And uh, have you played before? (laughs) No. Mm,
1: Okay. Um, Okay, what what nationality are you, Kayla?
3: I'm Canadian.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay, what part of Canada are you
2: from?
0: Toronto.
1: Can you name your top three favourite Canadian animals?
0: Beaver, moose, and grizzly bear.
1: Okay, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. There's one. There's, there is a word that's that's famously Canadians say differently. Um, in a road, what do you call the uh, intersection with a big circle in the middle?
3: <laughs> the roundabout.
2: I'm going to say that's a genuine accent for sure 100%. But
1: there was no a boot around a boot.
2: But no, there was there was <laughs> hints of a boot. Mm. Mm. I think so, and maybe a boot is what we we're just talking with Jen about. Yeah. You know, it's and the Americans doing a Canadian accent. Yeah. True. Um, what do you, what are your thoughts uh, <laughs> on the Canadian a boot? Is it real or is it not real?
1: I can hear it more now that I live in Australia, for sure. Mm. I'm going to go now real as well, Kayla. Can Kayla, you re- tell us, reveal, is your
2: accent real?
0: It is absolutely 100% real. Hey!
2: See, it's too, I mean, Toronto it was, dialect. There's something about the feeling of <laughs> it, yeah. you know. As soon yeah. as they talk, you're yeah, like, there's yeah, no panic. this yeah. is authentic. It's not over the top. You know, Scott Scott came on and was he just went a bit too... Oi.
1: He, he was wearing a verbal kilt, uh, old Scott, to try and uh, hide hide his fakeness. His, uh, his but Kayla, that's incredible. When did you uh, make it to Australia?
0: About two years ago, so just in time for a lot of lockdown. <laughs> that's
1: rough.
2: Okay, now here's the question. Can you do an Australian accent?
0: No, yeah, I can do a bit of an
1: Australian accent.
2: <laughs> oh, that wasn't actually bad. <laughs> um, can you tell us what you've been doing? Uh, what do you get? What are you plan to do this weekend? In this, or what did you do last night in Australian accent?
0: <laughs> Not a whole lot actually. Watched a
3: bit of the, uh, the Bachelor. Is
1: my house nurse? Oh, you nailed it. Oh, there that you go. <laughs> wow. I mean, you nailed it, but I'm very offended that you'd even try <laughs> not knowing my story. All right, Kayla. But look, <laughs> thank you very much for chatting to us. That's very kind of you to uh, join us at All Day Breakfast. And uh, congrats on the accent. It is a ripper. Thanks,
0: guys. Take
1: care. I uh, appreciate it, Kayla. Kayla. Catch Kayla, you bye. later. And there you go, Madokai. kind can't slip much past us here at All Day Breakfast. I know you can't. <laughs>
2: Now I'm just going to go now and go on to the next segment. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: <laughs> Someone please bleep that. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it, perfect. Matt O'Kane, I cannot tell you how excited I am for a summer. Of music, Okay, we've been waiting a very, very long time and Australian music is back on the stages. I'm getting my music festival lineups ready to go already and I cannot wait to see these guys jumping back on the stages and uh, they've got a very special job as far as Australian music goes. We'll get to that in a moment, but before we do, let's just announce them right now. It is Sam and Andrew from the Jungle Giants. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Woo.
3: We're back, baby.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you were just saying off air,
2: reunited
3: after a couple... Couple of uh, what? How many days? Oh, one hundred and twelve days. It's like um, you count it like a prison sentence. <laughs> it's scratched into my wall, like. Uh, yeah, we. I don't know how this happened, and we could never imagine this would happen. But yeah, one hundred and twelve days we've been apart, and as of just a couple of days ago, we caught up in Sydney, and we just went out to dinner, and I don't know, relearned how to speak to each other.
4: Yeah, it was weird. We all just kind of looked at each other for a, for a long time, <laughs> and it was it was odd because it was like you. We were kind of expecting a big rush of emotions, but but it yeah. just felt like really normal. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was I know, like, right? I just
3: feel
4: I just feel whole I again. Just,
3: yeah, and I, I was saying like I, I the whole time I was like, as soon as I see you guys, I'm gonna cry. Like I'm gonna cry. Aww. And then I saw I saw you guys, and then like it it was just the. I didn't cry Yeah, and then Sis and I were like I feel like I can't because I'm just looking and touching you yeah. <laughs> but we've decided that it'll be the first show will be yeah. when we when the tears come because there's or when you just an emotional it. release coming
2: or you notice the annoying things straight away. You're like, oh, that's right. That guy
0: sniffs
3: a lot. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Is
3: it like when you see your cousins at Christmas?
1: It's like, you know, these people, yeah. your family with these people, you get along well, but I haven't seen them for so long.
3: It's a bit awkward to get back into the, the uh, swing yeah. of things.
4: Yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the flow. Yeah, I definitely chew too loudly. You
1: yeah.
3: Know? Like, but I, I, did, like I kind of <laughs> Honestly, I did. I missed Doris's smell.
1: And <laughs> yeah. <I never> <laughs> it, so, <yeah>. His musk, <laughs> well, one of the best musks in Australian music. <laughs> Doris, you should have a you Jungle Giants that. perfume. Coming out soon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I, I was I was I was party of a very special uh, bottle of of natural wine from the Love Signs release as well, mm. which uh, went down an absolute treat. So yeah, the perfume. Has there been any other sort of strange merch
3: the Jungle Giants have considered? We do have a couple of ideas that I just think we need more money before we can start getting into them. But I really wanted to do at one point I wanted to do a Jungle Giants beach set, which we kind of did, but I wanted to make like a beach ball and all of these kinds of things. Oh. But it just costs too much money.
2: I um, know, but, but that would be so good. And also the one of the problems is we bought a beach umbrella, never stays in the yeah. ground. You yeah, would not no, believe how windy the beach
3: is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've, I've, and they, like, haven't figured the technology out yet. It's like, yeah, just stick the umbrella in. It's all good. It'll protect you from the sun.
1: Well, Jungle Giants, we mentioned the big summer of music and there is an incredible trend of um, big brands supporting Australian music and um, you've been enlisted and I've been enlisted to help spread the word about this. Smirnoff Australia has got a war chest together for their new Seltzer can yeah. you tell us about the million dollars? I'm not sure if it's in cash and it's on your bed currently, but you're going to be dishing out <laughs> to Australian <laughs> artists yeah, across, across, this, <laughs> across this upcoming summer. What's going on?
3: Yeah, well, it's a super cool campaign, um, which is very Aussie artist forward, which really caught our ear when we first heard of it. Um, essentially, we've partnered with Smirnoff and we're going to pick 12 emerging artists, like new acts. Since no one's been able to gig for so long, a lot of these artists haven't had a chance to share their music. This is a way that they support themselves at the very start. You know, you're going to build your fan bases. Now that gigs are finally coming back, we're going to pick 12 bands and we're going to promote their music all through. Um, And so Smirnoff is going to apply their music to their ads. Um, over the course of, I think the campaign runs from January for like five weeks.
1: Yeah, great. It's going to be on billboards, Spotify, Snapchat, Facebook, yeah. TV, Instagram, um, and that's right because I think I think the people who hit like really the hardest were those people who are just on exactly. the cusp of really making it and getting booked on these festivals and you know really growing their name to be able to give sort of money like this yeah. and to be
3: paid paid for work in a different way yeah. from the from brands like Smirnoff. I think is really yeah. awesome, and it'll, it'll just be like a boost just to get. You know those those acts have just been put on pause for so long. Now the gig's coming back. This will just kind of help them financially to get things going.
2: How many messages have you gotten from, uh, you know, friends? Like, give us, give us, give us, a little sneak peek at uh, that Millie. Um, do you guys want to start a band? <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
4: I haven't had to, haven't had as much as I'd, I'd, I'd thought I would have. But um, I do, yeah, I do think it's a great I think it's a great idea. Like I, I think these kind of big campaigns usually end up going to, like, overseas artists and end up going to, like, big, big names. So it's, like, awesome to...
3: Well, this this has gone to a big, big... (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, the biggest, the biggest in Australia. Do you guys remember your first placement and what it meant to you? Do you remember where you were when it happened or do you remember the sort of significance of people kind of going, hey, I know that song from so-and-so?
3: I wonder what... what it, It still is an awesome feeling where you, like... You know, walk past the telly and then you hear your song on an ad. My mom loves that; she calls me every yeah. time. <laughs> well, I'm, I actually don't remember what the first one is. Do you? Yeah, remember? I, I can't remember. Our I first. think we have. It might have been like remember, a bank or. Something. Yeah,
4: I think there was a big bank in the states that picked up one of our songs, and I remember that, like, getting um, messages from like my sister's friend who was like watching, or maybe yeah, who was watching this ad, and it came on, and she was like, "Oh my god!" I got- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it like, really, like, it blows, you, it blows your mind. And so, like, it, it is, like, a powerful thing to feel validating your art. Like, that's mm. another thing without hearing and mm. stuff. If you don't, there's less people on the back saying, patting you on the back saying, hey, what you do is important. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, like, having a visual representation... Uh, of your music being recognised, like it's really important to yeah. keep the wheel of like of uh, motivation yeah. going.
1: Yeah. Well, the campaign is called Ads for mm-hmm. Artists. Uh, they are looking for Australian bands. It could be you if you're listening right now. If you've got a track, slide into the Smirnoff Australia DMs, send a link to it, and uh, the Jungle Giants could be hearing it. You could be one of the twelve Aussie artists who are going to be uh, paid to be part of this uh, Mixed Berry Seltzer campaign. If you are worried about, it, I have sampled the Mixed Berry Seltzer and it. It, uh, it passes the Daiso test, you know. They <laughs> haven't done full test conditions yet. I haven't tried it out of a shoe at a festival yeah. yet. But from straight from the can, it's delicious. We'll leave that one to you. <laughs> Leave that to the prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so I could say you, you can put your music to it. That'll be fine. And uh, Sam and Duras from uh, the Jungle Giants, we thank you so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast and cannot wait to see you in the pit yeah. uh, come uh, Aussie summer.
3: Which, what festivals do you want? Where, where can people see you? We've got, um, so, I mean, there's still a couple to announce, but um, essentially over the next, over the summer, we'll be playing a New Year's in Townsville. And there's a couple, but we're playing our big tour in January. So Love Signs album tour. We've moved oh, it yeah. back for the second time and now it's for real. Um, and we've just sold out Sydney. It's going to be the biggest shows I've ever played. So January. Oh, comes man.
2: Absolutely, cannot wait. Well, check out the uh, the Smell Off Australia Facebook page for more info on ads for artists, and check out uh, the Jungle Giants websites and socials for all details about that tour. Sam, mm-hmm. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us, guys. We'll let you get back to uh, re you know reintroducing yourselves to each yeah. other,
3: We're just telling each, each other. <laughs> <to
1: know>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, gents. We'll catch you later. See you guys.
1: Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Uh, Hopefully you've got your DM slides on already uh, to try and uh, win the Jungle Giants heart and cold hard cash from Smirnoff, Australia as well. That should be... um Pretty huge, Matt O'Kahn.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, get in touch with us at matt.n.alex If you've heard anything on the show that sparks a memory or a story or some commentary for you, good or bad, hey, we'll take your criticisms as well. Uh, we love hearing from you. Matt and is another way to do it as well. Until next time, have a
1: good one and we'll see you soon. Sayonara. Hey, you're not really Japanese.